Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How Friday's amongst us. Best day of the week. <laughs> it certainly is. How are you? How was Jersey? It was nice, actually. Jersey's a beautiful place. I've spent a bit of time there. It's a really lovely island, really good feel-good facts. I think people have a wonderful standard of living now. I'm often very jealous of my colleagues who, who live on the island. I think they, they've got a lovely work-life balance and a, a really strong team spirit there. So it was nice to be back with them. OK, and um, this morning we'll start with the European Central Bank and higher interest rates. Yeah, the European Central Bank signalling that the era of negative interest rates will come to an end over the course of the coming months and stated that the app purchases will be concluded on the 1st of July. As the central bank dramatically pivots away from promoting growth to curbing inflation, the ECB have been forced into the move, of course, after inflation hit 8.1% in May, the highest since a single currency was created back in 1999. The central bank inflation forecasts have been revised up, perhaps no surprise in that but they now stand at 6.8% for 2022 3.5% for 2023 while core inflation is also forecast to be above 2% all the way through 2024 with the central banks and the risk continue to be skewed to the upside meanwhile growth forecasts have been downgraded to 2.8% for this year and 2.1% for 2023 again the European Central Bank assesses the risk to growth outlook still remains to the downside. In fact, we have a more pessimistic view of Eurozone growth, which is based on weaker domestic demand due to more persistent headwinds from high inflation on households' real income, a less resilient labour market, and a decreased willingness from consumers to draw upon savings accumulated during the course of the pandemic. So leading to weaker consumption while higher input costs, higher wages, tighter financial conditions and heightened uncertainty, we think will depress gross investment. So put that together, it's a pretty miserable outlook, it has to be said. There's certainly a risk of a technical recession in Europe, we think, at the turn of the year. We've got growth of just 0.5% pencils in for 2023. So stagflation, certainly a big headache for central bankers and the ECB saying they will hike rates despite some of those risks to the growth forecast. And where do you think the policy path will be then? Well, that's quite interesting, actually. So fears, I guess, of a wage price spiral and a de-anchoring of inflation expectations have been encouraging members of the governing council to, unusually, it has to be said, uh, pre-commit to an additional hike of at least 25 basis points at the September meeting, although we believe that 50 basis points, half of 1% of that meeting, now looks more likely. Our current expectation is the European Central Bank will then further raise rates by 25 basis points at the October meeting, which... Uh, after which we would anticipate a pause in policy with a deposit rate at plus 50 basis points. And that's driven by the premise that at that point, growth and inflation will be starting to trend lower and the European Central Bank will be forced to uh, to re, uh, scale back some of those tightening expectations that the market has begun to price in. And the focus on US inflation? 
Yeah, it's all inflation today, isn't it? Uh, we expect CPI to have risen 0.8% month on month in the United States in May. That takes the annual increase in price pressures to 8.4%, fueled by higher energy prices, of course, while food inflation is expected to remain firm due to increases in agricultural commodity prices and higher fertilizer and transportation costs. Alongside that, strong demand in the hospitality sector could also be driving prices higher. In terms of the outlook for inflation, the better news in the US is we think the inflation probably peaked in March at 8.5%. We expect price pressures to trend lower in the second half of this year. In fact, finishing the year at 6% helped, of course, by base effects. And as we move through the course of 2023, I think we'll see more pronounced reduction in some of those year-on-year prints. In fact, we've got US inflation down to 1.9% at the end of next year, which should take some of the intensity we think out of that US hiking narrative that's been dominating markets over the course of the past few months. And that should allow, I think, policymakers in the US to orchestrate a softer economic landing and uh, reduce the risk of a policy mistake playing out there. But certainly, inflation dominating policymakers' minds at the moment and resulting in higher interest rates, which, of course, has ramifications in terms of the growth prospects for the global economy. And foreign exchanges. Pound against dollar coming in at 125 this morning. Euro dollar coming in at 106. Going to get one euro, 17 and a half cents for your British pound this morning. And you're travelling to Jersey. Was it OK? Flights, you didn't get delayed or anything? Wasn't too yeah, hectic at the airport. Lots of have been delayed. You look at the board when you're going through Heathrow and, and certainly Gatwick as well, and you see a raft of flights that have been cancelled. Mine was okay, but I'm hoping as I come to join you in Monaco next week, and I'll be in the studio on Tuesday, so make sure the headmaster's got the croissants out, <laughs> the fresh orange juices there, the coffee is being percolated properly. Um, hopefully our flights will be okay, and I look forward to spending some time with you in the studio, and perhaps we can have a, a little bit of longer to go through the outlook for the global economy and financial markets I'll be in town of course to deliver our mid-year outlook to clients. I can't wait, it'll be lovely to see you and uh, plans for the weekend? All looking a little bit quiet, to be honest with you, which I quite like. I've been travelling so much over the course of the past few weeks. I've been South Africa and uh, Switzerland and then uh, Jersey. So I'm looking forward just to being at home, relaxing, spending some time with the children. No doubt they'll have plans for me to ferry (laughs) them around all over the place. But uh, hopefully just a cool, relaxing weekend. Well, have a lovely weekend, Hank. Love to the family and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Hank Potts from Barclays. Barclays Private Bank has been in Monaco for 100 years. Since we opened our doors here in 1922, we have enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. And we're only just getting started. 100 years in Monaco, 100 years young. 